0: We're still wandering around the streets of Tokyo and waiting to be let into the pod room. Uh, but you can't keep a good pod down. I'm Damon.
1: And I'm Damien. Uh, what's on the show? Right, on today's show we're going to have a review of the big games around Europe last week. We're going to feature the uh, leaders, in fact.
0: Okay, and then Simon Cookson is going to take a look at England after the World Cup and their prospects.
1: Uh, after that we've got, uh, backed by popular
0: demand I must say, mm-hmm. uh, English for football. Excellent stuff. Uh, Followed by a Manchester City fan's view of his team following last week's look at Manchester United.
1: Yep, that's in fans' form, of course, and then finally we wrap up with the predictions.
0: Excellent stuff. Well, let's get stuck in. So, obviously, the big game uh, in the Premier League was West Ham versus... uh, No, sorry, scrub that. Spurs-Chelsea, right, Damien? That's right, yes.
1: Spurs uh, finally beat Chelsea after 16 years, Mm -hmm. uh, 2-1, having come from a goal behind. Uh-huh. Eight yellows and one red in that game. Too. It was, uh, it was uh, a very nasty game, yeah. a typical London derby. Uh-huh. But Spurs have stopped their losing streak at 32. It was the longest losing streak mm-hmm. in the Premier League. Uh, why, why did they do it this time? Uh, well, Chelsea fans would, would say probably a little bit of luck and the referee helped them. But I think Spurs actually, mm-hmm. for the first time in a long time, showed a little bit of bottle. They uh-huh. really worked hard, and they showed a bit of fight. Yep. Very, very happy with them. was well, a great comeback win, isn't it? Indeed, it was. Um, up across the border in uh, Scotland. That's right. The big game there was first against second, Celtic against Hearts. Mm-hmm. And in this one... Uh, it was 2-1, and uh, it was a late winner, which... Which uh, leaves us, of course,
0: saying that Hearts were broken by Celtic's late winner. That's right. And not only a late winner, it was a uh, Craig gordon own goal by the goalkeeper, wasn't it? W- would that be it? A golden goal? Maybe. Um, across the
1: rest of Europe, who's topping France? Well, Ligue are still top. They're still nine points clear, although they lost
0: for the first time this season. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, yeah, nine points. They lost against Rennes. Yeah. They're, they're down there in 13th, so that was a big shock. Uh, in Germany... Yeah, Bremen only managed to draw. Um, but they're still top, right? They're still top because the big
1: game all, in Germany was Schalke and Bayern. They drew with each other mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a pretty pretty bad, dirty game too. Seven bookings in that game. Uh, in Italy? Yeah, Inter and Palermo both won, so they're both still top of Serie A. Mm-hmm. But I think the big story there is that Milan lost... And they're 17 points behind their city rivals.
0: And they've got a big game coming up, haven't they? I think they're going to play Roma. That's right. Sometime soon, isn't it? That's right. right? And in Japan... Uh, Jeff Retain. Yes. The Nabisco Cup. Excellent
1: stuff. Jeff, who'd never won a trophy until last year, have now won two Nabisco Cups in a row. Amazing. Congratulations to them. Congratulations. Yes, thank you. Here we are with Simon Cookson. Uh, Simon, hello. Hi, Damon. You're looking very happy this week. Uh, Yes, yes, yes. Uh, great win for Tottenham at the weekend. Um, But we're not going to talk about club football today. We're going to talk about international football. And the last time you were on this uh, podcast, you were talking about the World Cup with England. You were much more hopeful then.
2: What's happened?
3: Yeah, well, (laughs) I think we've been through this before, haven't we? I was born in 1967. And I've been waiting for England to win the World Cup for quite some time, and they didn't, did they? And I did say I thought they might win it this time, but... Yeah, they didn't. They were poor. They were very disappointing, weren't they? Why um, do you think that was so? Well, you just... You know, they have the players, so though. They have, they have talent across almost the whole team. Perhaps too much. Um, Would you blame the manager? Uh, it's not working. It didn't work for the World Cup, and I don't think it's going to work with the new manager either. So, the new manager, Steve McLaren,
1: was uh, the previous manager, Ericsson's uh, assistant. What do you think of Steve McLaren as a manager?
3: Um, yeah, so he's, he's got experience of the setup, and uh, he's a good coach, I'm sure, but um, I don't think he could make them into a good team. Okay, now one of the first things that McLaren did was to drop David Beckham, I mean, his captain. Um, what do you think about that? Yeah, it just, again, you can't help but think this is being driven by the media. Right. And, and it just becomes such an issue. Um, it shouldn't be. You should just be able to change the team without too much fuss. But there is an issue here with egos, I think. And, uh, and you know, I really believe they need a manager who's got the, the personality mm-hmm. to, to knock those individuals together into a team. And McLaren is not that person. Really? I think. If you if you had a choice over the, the the England manager, who would you go for? Who would you choose? Um, I think there's only uh, there's only one guy at the moment, isn't there? It's Martin O'Neill. Yes, and he actually was interviewed, wasn't he? By the England, uh, England. <laughs> right, right, and, uh, and what happened? He was turned out. And that, maybe that's the whole issue, isn't it? Perhaps he's looking at a club job and maybe he wants to go to Manchester United and he thinks that's a bigger job than England. Yeah, and that's, that's true. part of the problem. Yes. All right, final question. Uh, the future
1: then of England, English football. I mean, you, you mentioned before that this is a good group of players, one of the best group of players that probably you've seen. Mm. Can they win a championship? Can they win the European Championship or the World
3: Cup? You've you got to, you've got to think, so, And Yeah. Hope springs eternal. Mm. Um, and, and they have got the talent to do it. Really, they've got the talent. I like, there's one idea I saw that they play, they should just pick the two best guys in midfield, let's say, um, maybe not at the moment, but at the World Cup, well, before, slightly before the World Cup Lampard and Gerard, build the team around them. Right. And just pick eight other players out, outfield who are going to work for them and work really hard. I like that idea. Okay. Thanks again, Simon, for coming in. Thank you. I hope to talk to you soon. You're right. Yeah, thank you to
1: Simon there. Um, Damon, wh- what did you think of his idea about Gerard and Lampard being the
0: centre of the England setup? Well, I seem to remember that was the idea during the World Cup and it didn't work there, did it? Mm, I kind of agree with you. Mm. Welcome to the first of English for Football. This week's phrase is winning streak. A winning streak is used when a team wins games in a row they don't lose for example at the moment in the premier league in england manchester united are on a five game winning streak they've won five games with no losses of course you can also have a losing streak when you don't win any games Uh, You lose them all. Remember, you can uh, listen to our show at at languagecaster.com or you can download it or subscribe at iTunes. Just put a search in for languagecaster.com. There have already been some comments, haven't
1: there? That's right, Damon. Yeah, we've had uh, some very, very kind comments so far. Um, Kenji uh, from London, Uh um, he he congratulates us on the new
0: site and uh, he also tips Liverpool for winning the Champions League this year. Sounds like a wise man. And thank you to Gareth in Frankfurt, who got it horribly wrong with the Tottenham-Chelsea game, but he did have an excuse. He hadn't had his coffee yet. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, also, thank you for
1: the kind uh, comments from Fergus in Beijing and from Ted in Chicago. Excellent stuff. If you want to leave a comment, just go to the website at languagecaster.com, click on the post, and write
0: whatever you fancy. There's lots of stuff there. There's worksheets, there's vocabulary, and there's more audio files. Next up is Fans Forum. Now, last week, Damon, we had a Manchester United fan
1: talking about his club. Uh-huh. This week, we've got, uh, well, it's the only fair, really, that we've got someone from the other club in Manchester, Manchester City. Excellent stuff. Hello.
2: Uh, why Manchester City? That's a very good question. Um, I know that... Uh, in Japan and in m- many other countries, um, most people know or have heard about Manchester United, of course, very famous team. Um, however, you may be interested to know that there is another team in Manchester. Uh, the team is called Manchester City. Um, the main difference between United and City... Um, apart from the fact that United are far more famous and successful, is that City wear sky blue, sky blue shirts and white shorts. I mentioned that because when I was a kid, when I was about maybe 10 or 11 years old, that's the main reason why I chose to support Man City as opposed to Man United, or at least one of them. Um, and the other main reason was not so much the team, but the supporters at the club. Um, for a lot of... Uh, uh, football fans in England It's not only the actual team And the players who are on the pitch That you support But you also become involved In the atmosphere of a club um, It used to be When uh, the uh, stands were all, all standing That means no, no s- sitting Um, you could go there and have a really, really good time. Not so much watching the game, but having a laugh, listening to some of the other fans and the comments that they made. Um, The main difference between United and City was that at United, all the fans just completely adored the team at the time, which as I remember was Bobby Charles and George Best, Dennis Law. Um, On the other hand, City, which had a very good team at that time, Um, Whenever they lost, the crowd used to really criticise them, attack them and so on. Uh, And for me, as a young boy of 10 or 11, I just found that rather more interesting to be critical of the team rather than just uh, showing adulation all the time. And I think even now that there is, uh, uh, that is a big difference maybe between the fans of City and United. Uh, And that's why it's very difficult for a City fan to switch over to supporting United uh, that may be similar in uh, with other uh, cities which have two teams like Liverpool and Everton maybe or even in uh, with the London teams Arsenal Spurs uh, Chelsea Fulham and so on <clears throat> um, but really that is the main reason why even though I, I do agree that United have a great team at the moment and play great football I still hate them it's mostly because of the fans.
1: I wonder how many of our listeners would actually agree with that final comment on Manchester United. I wonder. Now for predictions. Yes, uh, three points for a perfect prediction, one point for a correct uh, prediction. Uh, Let's review the results from last week. OK, you, you kick off. Yeah, West Ham versus Arsenal. Now, uh, the score was 1-0 to West Ham, so neither of us got any points because you said 2-1 to Arsenal, and I said 2-0 to Arsenal.
0: And the other London game there was the, the Tottenham-Chelsea game. You said 2-0 to Tottenham, and I said 1-0 to Tottenham, um, and the score was?
1: It was uh, 2-1 to Tottenham, of course. So we both get one point. One point each. Now, the third game was uh, Roma versus Fiorentina in Italy. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the score here was 3-1 to Roma. Uh, you said 1-1. And I said 2-0 to Roma,
0: so I get one point for that. So you're ahead, right? 2-1, yep. is that right? Uh, the last game was Sevilla-Osasuna, uh, I said 2-0.
1: Yep, and I said 4-0. What was the score? It was 2-0. Is that a perfect score That's for me? That's the first perfect score of the podcast. Excellent. Three points Good for you. Point.
0: So total is four to me, three to you. How about this
1: week? Now, this week's predictions. Last week, we focused on London. This week, we're going to focus on the city of Liverpool. Uh, the first game is Arsenal versus Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second game is Everton versus Aston Villa.
0: And the third game is uh, over in Germany is the armenia Bielefeld and Öter Berlin, uh, followed in uh, Spain by barcelona Zaragoza, second place, third.
1: All right, let's go for the first one then. Arsenal-Liverpool, what, what are you going to go for?
0: I'm going to go for an away win uh, to Liverpool 2-1. I say that because they've got a very strange uh, set of statistics here. Uh, away, they haven't won yet. Uh, they haven't won at all, but this is, the, this is the game they're going to win. Arsenal have a very poor record uh, considering at home. They've won twice, uh-huh. uh, but it's a pretty poor record. So I can see Liverpool winning here 2-1, continuing their role. How about you? Um, Arsenal will have been knocked by last week's
1: results, uh, but I, I think they're having trouble scoring goals. I think this one will be nil-nil.
0: Nil-nil, wow, OK. Next,
1: Everton versus Aston Villa. What do you think?
0: Um, I can, again, I can see this is an away win. I think Aston Villa are going to steal it 1-nil. Everton haven't really had a good run lately, and they're not showing much up front.
1: OK, um, Everton-Villa, I'm going to go for a nil-nil draw again.
0: OK, nil-nil. And then in Germany, what do you, what do you think about the German game? Um, well, I know that Bielefeld and are doing fairly
1: well, so I'm going to go for a 1-0 home win against Berlin.
0: Okay, I'm going to go for a
1: 1-1, 1-1 draw here. And the last game is Barcelona versus Zaragoza. It's actually second versus
0: third. Mm-hmm. Big game in Spain, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to go again for an away win. I can see Zaragoza taking Barcelona. Barcelona seems to have been a little bit of a dip here, and I can see it being a 1-0 away win. That's very interesting because, actually, Zaragoza beat them last
1: year in the new Camp. Really? And, yes, and Barcelona, a few days later, will have a very important Champions League game. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to agree with you, uh, but I think it will be
0: 3-1 to Zaragoza. That would be a great game to watch. It would indeed so that just about wraps it up today thank you everybody again